Welcome to Female Empowered, a podcast for female fitness and wellness professionals and business owners looking for real talk about the ins and outs of the industry. I'm Krista Gurka, an accidental entrepreneur turned founder and CEO of a multi-million dollar health and wellness business. In this podcast, I'll be sharing expert insights and having real conversations about what it means to show up, thrive, and of course, get paid. We'll talk about what works, what doesn't, and what really happens behind the scenes of a client-based business. All so you can take away sound advice and actionable steps that help you become a more successful and confident business owner, all on your own terms. So let's dive in. everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Female Empowered, your podcast for female boutique fitness owners and boutique physical therapy owners. Um, We're going to break down today specifically something for our boutique physical therapy owners, which also you, anyone in the boutique fitness industry, or really to be perfectly honest, anyone in any type of service-based industry will be able to benefit from, because what we're going to talk about is how to get specifically how to get more patients in your door for your boutique physical therapy practice. But if you really just flip patients into clients or customers, it will really, this advice, these tips will really work for any service provider. So um, the reason I wanted to do this episode was because one of the most common questions I get asked is how do I get more people in my door? How do I get more people on my schedule? Um, And there is a process for doing this. It's not just like throwing spaghetti against a wall or putting out a sign that says, you know, physical therapy here and people are just going to walk in the door. There is a process, especially now, because most people, most buyers, most consumers have access to so many options. There are so many options out there. It's not like back in the day where, you know, or even there might be some towns and cities now where there's one town doctor or one town physical therapist, but the majority of us live in metropolitan areas. And so if this is you and you're wondering how do you get known in your community where people are like, I am definitely gonna go to XYZ therapist, There is a process to do that. And it does take a little bit of work and really just kind of putting a system in place and a strategy in place and knowing that it's going to take some time. All right. So what we're going to talk about are the ways, tips that I recommend for how you can really specifically target your ideal client, patient, buyer, whatever you want to call them and how you can attract them into your business, your clinic, your studio, your center, whatever it is that you call it. Um, So the first one, the first tip, the first thing you have to think about is who specifically are the kind of people that you want as patients? So what do I mean by that? Who are these people? right? How do they think? How do they feel? What is it that they want? Are they invested in their recovery? 
are they going to be these type of people? And we, and if you're like, well, everybody are the people I want as patients. No, if you really, really dig down deep, there are very specific people that you have either worked with or you want to work with those people that you're like, gosh, if I could clone this person and work with this person all day, every day, this would be ideal. Those are the kind of people you want to go after. So write that down, keep a journal, keep a folder, whatever it is, brain dump, who are the kind of people you want to work with? What is your specialty, your niche, your core focus on how you can deliver your service to these very specific people? So what is it specifically that you provide? Being a generalist these days actually limits your potential in the marketplace. A lot of people have this resistance to niching down or specializing because they think that they are going to um, alienate an entire population of people they can actually help. But the opposite is actually true. By niching down, you will actually open up to an entire population of people that really could benefit from your services. Niching down, specializing people right now, our society at large right now has so many options. They have so many decisions they need to make on a daily basis and they have very little time. They want to go to the specialist. They want to be treated by the person that does this all day, every day. And so niching down to say, I work with this specific customer base and I do this specific thing. Now, I don't mean the type of treatment you do. Like, I don't mean if you use, you know, MFR, myofascial release, or you do NKT, neurokinetic therapy, or you do, um, you know, you use the SFMA, like all these crazy initials, right? It's more like, what is it that you do and what is the transformation you provide and what is the service you do? So are you, do you work with people over 50 that want to continue to do CrossFit? Do you work with adolescents, growing adolescents with scoliosis? People are looking for a specialist. I've said this over and over and over again. People will pay a specialist for general advice, but they don't want to pay a generalist for special advice. Okay, I'll say that again. People will pay a specialist for general advice, but they usually don't want to pay a generalist for special advice, for specialized advice. Okay, so be the specialist, be the go-to person for pelvic health or scoliosis or back pain, or for women over 50, whatever that case may be, be that specialist, okay? So who are the kind of people, who are the kind of patients that you wanna work with? And I know we, I get a lot of pushback from this. I, I push back a lot on this when I was really trying to discover who my ideal patient was, but it's worth it. It really is worth it. So if you're feeling resistance and pushback in this internally, okay, you're in the right place, all right? And it doesn't, the messaging doesn't come through overnight. It takes time, okay? You could really start to narrow down. It could take six months, 12 months, 18 months, two years, five years. You're always going to continue to narrow and niche and pivot throughout your business. When you stop doing that, you really will stop growing and innovating. So 
be okay. You can change your mind later, but I really, really encourage you to decide who are the kind of people that you want to work with. Next, what is the level of market sophistication of these people? Now, what does market sophistication mean? We are going to go in depth on market sophistication in a future episode. I think it's going to come out in a couple of weeks. But basically what market sophistication is, is where is your buyer like in their journey? How sophisticated are they? How knowledgeable are they about your services, about their problem, about the solution? So does the person that comes to you, does your ideal patient, one, do they know they have the problem? Okay, that's what we call problem aware or problem unaware. So if I can equate this to, um, some of us learn this in physical therapy school, some of us may not, and the name of it actually um, evades me right now, the name of this like system. But when we work with patients, right, we talk about the, um, they are unaware, right, that they are limping. Let's say that. Okay. So that's called unconscious incompetence. They are not conscious of the fact that they are incompetent in walking. Okay. Then you move to conscience, sorry, conscious incompetence. Now they are aware that they're walking funny, but they don't really know how to fix it. Okay. Then you have to go move through conscious competence. They now know how to walk properly, but they really have to think about it and they have to be conscious of it to the eventual goal is unconscious competence, which means you don't even think about it anymore. You walk normally all the time. Okay. The same can be said with market sophistication. So you have problem aware or unaware. Are they aware they have the problem or are they unaware they have a problem? Let me give you an example. Women all the time. Um, a lot of women are incontinent. They have leaking, they have urinary incontinence, but they don't know that that's necessarily a problem. Some people think that's normal. Okay, so do they know it's a problem or do they not know it's a problem? Number two in market sophistication, do they know there's a solution? Again, maybe they know that leaking is not normal, but they don't know that there's anything they can do about it. Do they know there's a solution or do they not know there's a solution? Then if they know there's a solution, do they know that you are the solution to their problem? Because what could some solutions be to women that are incontinent? Use a pad, have surgery, go to pelvic therapy, um, maybe acupuncture, um, all sorts of things you can take. There's all sorts of things on the market now, right? So do they know that you are the solution to their problem? So that's where we, it's really important to know what level of market sophistication do your buyers have? Where are they in their journey? Because that would, that's really going to impact how, what messaging you put out. So if people are problem unaware, they have no idea you, they have a problem, but all the messaging you're putting out is how you solve that problem. They're not, it's not going to resonate with them because they don't know they have a problem. All right. You have to get them to understand that wetting their pants is a problem or having pain with sex is a problem or the fact that you have back pain 
when you get up from your chair is a problem. All right, so that is what is the level of market sophistication of your ideal patient, of your ideal buyer. Then the next tip is why do they need to work with you? So this goes into now they know they have a problem, they know there's a solution, they need to now know that you are the solution. So why should you be the solution to their problem? What is your secret sauce that sets you apart from the competition? And we all have something. We all have something that sets us apart from the competition. Pilates in the Grove, for example, what sets us apart from our competition is that the majority of our instructors are physical therapists. Right? What sets us apart from the competition is that we have small class sizes. What sets us apart from the competition in physical therapy is that we are a boutique center that we work one-on-one -on -one with our patients for 50 minutes. They're not being seen by anybody else. All right. So what is it that's your secret sauce? What sets you apart from the competition? Also, what are the consequences if they do not get rid of this problem? What can happen if somebody doesn't get rid of the back pain they have? Could it get worse? Could it, they eventually have to have surgery, which could take them time off work, which could impact their life in a certain way. All right. If someone has scoliosis, what's the consequence of them not working with you? Possibly that it gets worse and they have to have surgery. So what are the consequences if the prospective client does not get this problem solved? Now, tip number four is how do they know that they can trust you? Because they, they want to know that you are the solution. They want to know that you, they align with you and you align with them. But how do they know that they can trust you? This is where you really want to use client testimonials, stories, share customer, other customer journeys, educate them, show them how, tell them how, teach them how, and then invite them to work with you. A lot of people say, well, if I show them for free, why are they going to pay to work with me? Well, first of all, if you show them for free and they can figure it out on their own, they're going to be able to figure that out with any YouTube search, you know, anywhere on the internet. So what I say is show them, show them how, oh, if they have lack of ankle range of motion, how that could affect their knee, their hip or their squat or their back, right? Show them how if they don't have good thoracic extension, how that could be impacting their shoulder problem or their neck pain. They will then pay you to help them resolve that problem. This is where we really talk about, you want to meet them where they are at. We don't want to talk to our customers, our, our, the end consumer with these big words. They have no idea what they mean. Most people don't understand what pelvic dysfunction means. What the hell does that mean? Pelvic dysfunction. dysfunction. Most people think of the pelvis as a bunch of bones. They don't understand what the pelvic floor is. Oftentimes we use these words because we are really, really smart people. We paid a shit ton of money for our education, right? And a lot of times we put this out there so we get self-validation, external validation back from our colleagues, from other people saying, ooh, that was really good, I love that. But our colleagues are not our end consumer. Our end consumer has no idea what the pelvic floor is a lot of times. Now, sometimes our end consumer is very intelligent. Sometimes they, they really know what specifically they are looking for, but oftentimes they are not. 
And all they want to know is that you have the solution to their problem and you can get the solution to them in the shortest, most convenient way possible. The other thing is you want to go to where your patients are. If you work with women over 50, where do those women over 50 hang out? Where do they get their information? Do they walk together? Are they in Facebook groups together? Are they in a certain, you know, network or other type of friend group that you can get in front of them? Go where those people are or connect with people, connect with, network with other people that can get you in front of a larger audience. So these are all the suggestions I really have for how you can get more of the, not just more patients in your practice, but more of the right patients in your practice. So just to kind of reiterate, we talked about who specifically are the kind of people you want to go after? Who specifically are your ideal patients that you want to work with? What is their level of market sophistication? Where are they in their customer journey? And how can you create content and messaging around where they are in their journey? Why specifically do they need to work with you? What are the consequences if they do not come and work with you? And how do they know they can trust you? If you put all of these things together in your con co content, in your copy, and your messaging on your website, social media content, newsletters, get out, try to market, network with the same like-minded people. So for example, if you are a pelvic health specialist that specializes maybe in prenatal services or postnatal services, maybe touching base with a lactation specialist, maybe touching base with a doula or a midwife or a night nurse. Those already have access to the same people you want to have access to. So it gets you in front of that audience. If you work with power lifters or your performance coach, where do those people hang out in gyms, other coaches, get in front of those people, network with them. It will make your marketing. So instead of one-to-one, -one, you're getting one-to-many, you're going to network with this one person that can get you in front of like 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, hundred people. Get on other people's podcasts right? Podcasts are big now. Be on other people's social media. Do kind of like a share, share education. How can people, you know, heal themselves at home? What's a great stretch that can help them educate them, educate them, educate them and entertain. All right. So I hope you all enjoy this little episode. It's a short and quick digestible piece of information of how you can create a strategy to get more people in your door. Now, this is a strategy. This is a process. Business is an infinite game, okay? You have to be prepared to have this. This is gonna take time. But if you think about it, if you put this into practice and you attract two new people a week, that's eight new people a month, right? You're talking about like a hundred people a year that come into your practice. And who knows how many visits that takes. It's a slow, steady process, but it will start to work on itself once you start to put this into practice. 
All right. So I'm going to let you go for now. Um, we have a few longer episodes coming up, so I'm going to let this one stay short and sweet. As always, I am really going to ask you that if you found this information valuable, I would really, really, really appreciate it. This is me asking you to get me in front of more eyes or really ears with this podcast. So if you could just basically scroll down wherever you're listening to this podcast and give me a rating, leave a review with a few words is super helpful. Even if you're like, learned a lot on this podcast today, anything like that, but leave an honest review. It helps me know that I'm sharing valuable information with all of you. And it really helps me achieve my goal of helping over a hundred female businesses by 2025. So I have a few more years to do that. Um, I'm currently at 25. My goal is to help another 25 businesses this year. So if you want to be one of those female businesses that I can help or I can help support you in any way, reach out to me. You can DM me over on Instagram. I'm at Krista Gurka. You can schedule a discovery call with me over on my website, kristagurka.com. Or you can feel free to shoot me an email, Krista at PilatesInTheGrove.com. And I look forward to sharing more valuable content with you each and every week, twice a week as this episode airs. All right, everyone. That's all I got for you today. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Female Empowered. If you like what we covered today, please leave a review for the show. This helps other female fitness and wellness professionals find the podcast and lets me know I'm sharing helpful information with all of you. If you'd love to get even more insights and find resources to help you market, streamline, and grow your clinic or client-based business, you can visit me at kristagurka.com or follow me on Instagram at kristagurka. That's at C-H-R-I-S-T-A-G-U-R-K-A. See y'all next time.